Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, our live conversations uh, on Alatra TV UK. And uh, today, uh, to, we're going to talk about creative society again. Uh, uh, my name is Ed, and my co-host is Ala, and I'm very honored to introduce our today's guest. And her name is Magda Jamal. And I will read this out. Uh, cybersecurity evangelist, uh, millennial entrepreneur, environment and poverty alleviation um, activist, woman IT, WBAF uh, senator. Welcome to the program, Magda. Um, how are you today? Very good morning, uh, Edward. Uh, pleasure to be with you guys uh, this afternoon. Everything is going very well. I hope with you as well. Thank you for accepting our invitation. Uh, we're truly honored with your uh, giving us uh, this interview. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to uh, mention for those of uh, our viewers who joined us for the very first time, Alatra International Public Movement has launched a unique um, global international project, uh, which is called Creative Society. Uh, where we uh, ask questions to um, our guests um, about creative society, where everybody would um, live in happiness and prosperity and uh, feel very safe. Thank you, Edward, and welcome, Magda, as well. And um, so... <laughs> I'm really grateful to be with you, Ella. Thank you very much. Thank you. The goal of our project is to create, uh, to achieve the create society by peaceful means. You can find information about our project on alachaunites.com. So you can see this on the screen right now. At the moment, by conducting such interviews uh, with people from all over the world, we implemented the first stage of building such society, informational stage. The logic is simple. The more people know about this, then faster it will be implemented. During our conversation, we are using the rule of six handshakes. This is a fair that all people in the world are connected through five or less social connections. And on the end of our program, as a tradition, we're going to ask our guests to share a name of one person that Magda would like to invite to our project and have a next live broadcast and conversation about creative society. And uh, thanks for this fair. It is how we met Magna because she was nominated by other previous guest, Julia Stark. So, welcome again, Magna. And could you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? What are you doing? Of course, Allah. Thank you so much once more. By uh, looking after technology and by understanding what technology can do to the world, uh, we decided to go via Sunrise Evolution Technologies to empower local markets, and especially the ones that have different opportunities, let's say, or less opportunities than the mature markets. So our, we are very focused in Africa, we are very focused in Latin America to bring security level of technology, to bring the infrastructure, and this will empower these communities to have also a higher standard uh, quality life. Thank you. Thank you very much. Brilliant, brilliant. Can you um, share your story with us, Magda? You got a lot of uh, interesting things you could tell us. Um, um, what brought you to the point where you are now and what drives you in your life? 
Well, um, it's important always to understand that uh, when you have a company, you have to have a purpose or you have to have a motive to run this business. And one of the most important for us was actually, as the title of our company says, Sunrise, it was to bring a new sunrise to less um, less uh, available resources for some communities. So for us, it would be it is it is very important to deliver to these communities also a little bit of, of our corporate social responsibility, and this is I think it's an individual mission from everybody and from enterprises as well. So on our CSR projects, we focus a lot on children's on feeding programs. We focus a lot uh, also in environmental uh, programs, sustainability. We do have one of our main segments is about refurbished because we we believe that by reusing the, um, the equipments and infrastructure, you can also be helping the environment and save mostly for from the pollution. So especially when it's related to ocean plastics, when it's related to um, many um, toxical materials that we are using. So there are many... Uh, points of our um, business that we run, but we run side by side with these projects and to ensure sustainability as well in, um, in these markets. Thank you very much, Magda. Yes, it's a fantastic and remarkable job what you are doing right now. And we prepared for you a little surprise. Can you please ask our technical support for the collage on our screen now? Could you please comment on these pictures? And yes. Yes, of course, Salah. Well, everything started in Africa, as you may see on my um, on this picture on the left side, bottom left side. My father was in the war in Mozambique, and I grew up always believing that every children deserve the same opportunities. Every children deserves to have the same human rights, the same basic uh, supplies, uh, the same opportunities of education, of growing. And actually from uh, Sunrise Evolution, we are building uh, or trying to refurbish the school in Nairobi, in Arumoru, which is the first two pictures that we have on the, on the top of the screen. These are 54 children that we are developing a feeding program using technology as an excuse. We are also trying to implement a project for solar panels for them to have their own sustainable electricity. And therefore they have the resources to keep giving education to these children. Because actually the land where the school is being refurbished was uh, donated by a couple, James and, and Jane, who um, have a heart bigger than themselves. So they are also uh, giving um, a meal every day to these children and providing the best education they can have in the province from uh, Nairobi. Thank you very much. Yes, it's uh, so beautiful work because it's needed and you're right also to with don't, don't, donated this land is a huge heart. Thank you very much. You mentioned your father and uh, I'd like to ask you, could you please tell us what um, this values, important values he passed to you and how it helps in your life? 
Of course, um, especially focus on the, the young generations because we believe that the future belongs to them. It's important to bring them with the right core values, with the right principles, with the right education. Without love and without education, I don't think that would be a um, useful path for the next generation. So as soon as you bring values such as honesty, integrity, um, beliefs, and especially believe in their dreams because everything is possible. You should not think with your, with your pocket. You should think with creativity. And this is something that we always bring to these children on the education level, always to be creative, always to be dreaming. And we believe that the world can be much better than we found it. So it's important as well to bring this message to the little ones because human beings are based on habits. And if we bring this habit since earlier age, I believe it's much more effective than if we try to change the, the, other, the other generations, which already carry with themselves um, other types of habits. Wonderful work, wonderful work. It's uh, uh, all the time that we hear about war, uh, not many people think about the aftermath that's left, you know. Uh, it, uh, it's it's tough for kids, especially. Uh, I know you um, are involved with um, obviously your environmental and poverty activist, and I know you're involved with the school in Mozambique, which you talked about a little bit. Uh, you also helping with an orphanage. Um, that's that must be a, a a tough tough thing to do in Mozambique. Um, please, I, yeah, please. Of course. Yeah, please tell us what uh, inspires you for such action. You know, I mean, it, I, I'm sure a lot of viewers would think, oh, I, I never thought of that. I, I'd like to do something like that, maybe. Who knows, you know, but you might show interest. Of course, of course, Edward. I think we should lead by example, right? And if we, if we struggled or if we had some pains in the past, we should look them and, and bring those pains in a positive way and to support who can have the same pains as you had in the past. So myself as an orphan, I also understand how struggle it is to grow up without a mother, without a father. And therefore, it's not a choice. So you cannot choose to have them or not to have them. So it's important to look at these children and especially in the homeland of my father that is Mozambique. It's important to carry them with, uh, with the basics and with, uh, with the love and support that they may need because uh, growing up without having somebody to guide you, somebody to mentoring, somebody to tell you what is choice number A or choice number B and giving the responsibility to yourself to choose what is the best way you should, you should um, walk. I think that is very important because actually those were some of the bases that I got from my father. So not prohibiting a place or not prohibiting some, some path, but instead showing what are the benefits and advantage and which are the best or not so, so nice scenarios if we go to another path and in the end to leave that responsibility and to leave that decision to the child because when the child grows, these are the responsibilities that they will retain on themselves. And when you are an orphan, it's very difficult because either the family is not there all the time to support you and maybe there's a distant family from your side, 
but on these children, especially the ones that uh, lost their parents in the war. And um, they, unfortunately, the medical conditions in Africa, they are not uh, the best or the, they are not the ones that we are used to in the, in the mature world, in the mature markets, then it's difficult for a child to accomplish or to think I can do my dream work or I can be what I wished uh, to be. So being an orphan is not an obstacle. It should give you strength and should give you also the, the best um, view of going uh, through the, the path and to be successful because successful is uh, something that is in the power of your hands and your beliefs. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. So what would you say your mission is? You know, if you could describe your mission, what would it be? What's the description of the mission? Well, one of the things I always had in my mind was really providing uh, something useful to the world because I don't believe that uh, we just live to work and to pay the bills. This is not the way that I see human life. I think a human life has so much potential. And if you can bring your skills, your expertise to 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 give value to someone, even if it's not outsider, even if it's not something huge, you can always bring your best to others. So since I was very little, one of my dreams was really build up this primary school in Africa. And uh, with the grace of God, I always had the right people also in my path to conduct me and to lead me until the stage that I am now, which is fulfilling my dream. I'm refurbishing a, a school, a primary school in Nairobi, Nigeria. We are making these projects also in Mozambique related to the environment, related to the children. So I don't think can be more done you know it's when you are fulfilling your dreams is the best part of the world yeah you you're one of those very lucky people that managed to do that you have a dream and you make it come true and you uh, get the rewards uh, but I'm let sure. me say this edward luck is not uh, <laughs> is not something that falls in your lap you should follow luck you should pursue luck there's a movie that is pursuit of happiness so you should pursue your dreams. You should go after not being waiting or not being passive, but more running after them and running after the opportunities, creating those opportunities. Yeah, yes. yeah no, figure of speech, I, <laughs> you're quite right. Of course, you can't sit there and expect it to happen by itself. You've got to act. Yes, I'd like just to say that uh, you're already doing so much for the world and supporting the children is a really big uh, new passion about this. It's just uh, fantastic. And uh, we'd like to ask you, how do you envision the creative society? Such a society where you, your loved ones, your family, friends, and everyone will live in happiness, prosperity, where everyone will feel safe. Tell us this version of you, our future, how you see our future. Uh, in spite of many people saying that is a dream world and that is not a possible thing, I do believe that the next generations with the right leaders, they can bring the world that we aim. And I do believe that these core values, as soon as they are good seeded, if you put a nice seed, you will have a nice plant. If you the plant grows, you will have a nice tree. If you care about the tree, you will have uh, the sweetest fruits. 
So I think uh, you should start to build up from the beginning to make the seed and to care about that seed. And if that is uh, doing by many people around the world, as I see that your movement is doing, and I really, I, I feel really blessed to be part of your movement. I do believe that un unification of the way that we think, the way that we act, not waiting for others, but actually putting this, standing out for what we believe, because we see so many things in media that are not um, the right message to pass. They are negative messages to pass. They are violent messages to pass. And if we have this opportunity to pass something positive, something that brings energy, something that brings the strength to the people that also feel the same as we do, I do believe that we can accomplish a lot. Yes, a wonderful message to take home, isn't it? Uh, I think everyone that uh, feels uh, not uh, um, the correct um, um, development of our society knows, and hence why we have this project. So, what do you think? Um, what do you think the education would be like in creative society, and uh, what would you change in the way things done today uh, to get that ideal? That, um, you know, that perfect society? I believe that education sometimes is too much standards and uh, the, the children, they, they are um, so, so uh, pure that they don't have the same ability of standardization. So I believe that the, the education should be more um, free in the way that each child should choose their own talent and should go after their skills and their talents to create the best out of him. So again, we should not live to, to pay bills and to, and to wait for the retirement, right? We should do a little bit more because it's our individual responsibility to bring a little bit more than what we get. So it's not about because society doesn't give that we should not give. So we should be independent from the society. And regarding the education, if you give the same respect to the children, the same rights to the children for them to choose. Again, it's not imposing uh, the education, but giving them the freedom to choose what would works best for them and monitoring and mentoring them, not leaving them by their own. So education for me is this, is bring love on the words and on the, on the literature that you teach them. Thank you yes. very much. Yes. And uh, Magda, you mentioned that, uh, and we know that you also care about environment and uh, as you said, orphanage as well. And thank you for your story for sharing with us. So what do you think? What can people do about such problems uh, as poverty, hunger, and orphanage? What should we do to fix such issues? And this problem never existed because we need to fix them. Could you please tell us a little bit more about your project, what you are doing right now? Of course. Uh, my project for next year is going to be Sunrise Kids. So basically is to bring together a circular economy and to make sure that the local farmers can produce enough and have the technology resources to contribute on quality and health on their local communities and to bring this um, uh, technology through the primary schools so at least one healthy meal they can have per day. 
So my aim is to bring uh, some resources of technology, such as blockchains, such as uh, uh, wireless connectivity, so they can always be uh, on time in their meals. And with this sort of technology, we can also bring the donations because we are talking about 50 cent dollar for one child to have a healthy meal, one healthy meal a day. So it's not rock science. I don't think that is something that nobody can do it. I think with a little bit of goodwill and uh, with a little bit of uh, expertise in technology, this can be placed in practice. And for me, one of the most important is also to bring the education to these uh, schools and to these children via um, streaming, via productions about the ocean life, because at this moment we have a big, big damaging on the corals. And this is also happening in Mozambique. So the fact that the corals are being damaged, it's also going to damage all our ecosystem. And it, this is a topic that is very important for children also to understand and to children also to care about the, their own planet because it's not about that we are in Europe, they are in Africa, not about of countries. I think this type of borders should be totally eliminated. We are a human being. And being a human being is important to take care about the planet, which is our global home. So I don't think that uh, we are different from each other just because of religion, just because of country, just because of language. I think we can be all united as a global, global uh, brotherhood and actually take care about the only home that we have. So there's no planet B. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Very good answer. Thank you. I, I totally agree with you. It's uh, it's the only way forward because as the world becomes smaller, not physically, but as the connections are so quick and vast, you know, there should be um, there should be more equality. There should be total equality, really. Uh, and we have the technology to do this now. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, we hence, do have the resources. We do have yeah. the resources. It's just a matter yeah. of to put them in practice and to understand how we can also help locally the farmers because the farmers know what to do the best. You can create jobs for young people that are also uh, um, raised on the farming side. So they know the best, how to make the best uh, seasons for fruits, for vegetables, for uh, animals cre creation. So it's important to empower these local communities and the local work that they are doing by placing smart agriculture, by placing the tools that we have on our daily routines uh, in the developed countries. And this can be so sourceful for them. Mm. And also it, it allows farmers to pass the um, experience on. I mean, I remember when we were at school, we could, go into summer camps where we could help farmers collect. And uh, learn. Yeah. <laughs> learn how it's done, where it all comes from. You know, um, I think a few years back- To there be in contact with the nature, right, Edward? Yeah. Because it's so important for a child to be in contact with the nature. Yes, because they don't know otherwise. If uh, I think there was a questionnaire, some children in England were questioned where chicken came from. It was, I think, on on BBC or some, I can't remember, but it was quite a long while back. And one child said it comes from a supermarket, you know, yeah. and yeah. that's all they know. I mean, as, as ridiculous as it may sound, that's that's a set of mind that they currently have. I mean, I'm sure 
as they get older, they realize, uh, you know, the reality of it all. But it's good to have uh, children involved in understanding how it all is done and where it all comes from and what physical involvement it actually requires, you know. Um, Indeed, Edward, also to bring open science, you know, and open education, yeah. because this is something that also is very important. We are talking about many countries and many communities that are, they are so far away from the seaside that they yeah. don't have the resources, they don't have the, the, um, the literatures to understand what is going on on our oceans. They, many of them, they don't know where the strawberries are coming from. They don't know if they are coming from trees, if they are coming from bushes. I remember one time also one of my friend's daughters saying that the potatoes was coming from the trees. And our generation was lucky because our generation know that the potatoes comes from the earth, you know. So I think I think they are still having this uh, this challenge, especially when they are so disconnected. So people that are from the countryside, they don't understand about ocean life. People that are more related to the literal side of the countries and more connected to the sea, they don't understand how the agriculture is uh, is being uh, de developed and you know it's uh, bringing together all, all the communities in only one community yeah and it's all very interesting stuff i mean it, it could be done with all the video technology that we currently have with all the platforms that we have i mean lessons could be so interesting for the children and they're only going to be taking up with a huge enthusiasm you know what children are like you know exactly. just exactly allow them to try it you know they'd love it you know exactly um, my next question for you would be um what do you think uh we as a society ordinary people today right what can they do uh to bring this creative society um this peaceful and harmonious society forth you know what can they do today I think the communities can bring the messages exactly like you guys are doing through media and through the, through the most digital channels, because especially now that we have Mr. COVID with us, uh, digitalization transformation is important uh, and it reach much more audiences than uh, back in the time. So uh, like I was saying in the beginning, instead of promoting violence or bad news, why not to promote positive stuff and uh, uh, good news among, among our society? But actually another thing that I spoke also before with Allah was the fact of bringing the communities together through music. Because music also put communities together. It doesn't matter if the music is written or synced uh, in English or in French or in uh, Afrikaans that they, they also have it in South Africa. But the most important is the melody and the feeling that the music transmits. Mm, so yeah. you see with uh, the European uh, music contest, it doesn't matter what is the language that you are singing. As soon as the vibration of this music uh, uni uni unify everybody, right? In that moment, you don't think on football clubs, you don't think on religion, you feel the music, you feel the vibration of the music. And also the, I think this is a method of uniting people. Yeah. Another thing that I think that could be also very interesting is something that my friend from Madagascar was doing also for a school in Madagascar. So she was reuniting people at her home and she was cooking 
foods typically from Madagascar. So she was cooking for, I don't know, 50 people. And everybody that was coming to that uh, party to mingle and to, to talk about the culture, to talk about the artisanat, um, they could actually donate whatever they want just to, for that school. So cooking is also an act of love, I think. You should, yes. when you cook, you are also putting a little bit of your touch, of your love. It's the special ingredient, like I used to say. <laughs> so bringing also traditional food for this uh, type of minglings or events, it's very nice. And it, it, it carries also the, the culture from the communities. Yeah, it unites, doesn't it? Because we all, we all eat, you know, and if you, if you make it interesting, like we have different uh, people from different parts of the world. And when they get together, some places... Uh, organize cook-offs or not to compete but to share their no, cultural food exactly and so exactly and to exchange to, to exchange yeah. experience to exchange some tastes flavors you know it's so important and then of course with all those there's a lot of stories that go along right you know with <laughs> yeah, different exactly. ingredients and, and and everyone would go and, and it just breaks up borders and the barriers you know they get demolished Completely and well. mostly, and mostly, some special dish that you learn how to cook with your grandma, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and, and uh, that not only brings you into your childhood and it brings those happy Here memories. You go. The moment you said grandma, you know, everyone go back relate to their grandma <laughs> if they had one, and you know, all that is all so simple but so brilliant. Thank you, wonderful lads. <laughs> no worries. It was it was like always have your grandma in your mind because there's the person who always have something sweet or something tasty for you, right? <laughs> yeah, when, when, yeah, I've got my grandma in my mind right now. How she used to fool <laughs> me occasionally with something really tasty. Yes, I remember those days. They were the happiest. <laughs> or when we are kids and the first place that we run when we are at our grandpa's uh, house is to the fridge, right? Because grandma always has something in the fridge waiting for us. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you very much, Magda. Yes, it's amazing. And you, you already almost uh, answered the next, next my question about what can unite some of us. But could you please uh, open it up a little bit and uh, tell us what important values is... Uh, actually uniting all of us what those human values is uniting all of us i think the most important human value that can unite all of us is simply respect i think if every single human being respects the other respects their opinion respects their experience uh, the the path that they had in their life i think respect can be the basics from the human humankind un unification. Because um, we should not agree with everything. We should be diverse and it's diversity that makes us humans. But when we respect each other's opinions, each other's way of being, and we understand that we are not all the same and we can bring our differences in, in towards towards a good uh, thing, towards something bigger than us, 
I think then we can we can start to build up this society that we wish. But it's so important that you should not impose your ideas or impose your values or impose anything. You should respect the timing of each people. And you should also understand that sometimes they are just not prepared for that. And every human being has their timing. And respect for um, the way that they are doing things, I think it's, it's one of the most important values and that we can bring also together with sincerity, transparency, honesty, of course, but respect, I think that would be the, it, it would cause peace than war, I think. <laughs> so true, so, so right about that. Mm -hmm. Mutual respect is very important for everyone. Thank you very much for your opinion. This brings us very nicely to uh, uh, eight foundations, and we have a short video that we would like to put, ask our tech support to put on for us, and then we talk about them a little bit, the eight foundations of uh, creative society. for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other, and, uh, not dependent with the color, the gender. Uh, we must avoid all this uh, uh, confrontation, you know. The fact that we're all humans is what unites us, so. But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. The task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. I want to live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make Just conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things: love and it respect. Is a compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are you know, validated. What unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other. Let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In the creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail. Yes, so after questioning thousands of people from all over the world. Uh, there they has been developed uh, a strategy, uh, so to speak, on how to build this creative society. And uh, most prominent eight foundations were formed. And what we'd like to do is, um, I believe you, uh, okay, uh, people obviously can go on alatraunites.com and have a look at the article in more detail. Uh, where all the stages are described, plus uh, the eight found that, yeah, that's the website. 
and below there you can uh, see and read uh, the article for yourself uh, in more detail. It's not a very long article, it's quite uh, nicely written, very straightforward, and you see the eight foundations there, and they're described in, in short, but in a very clear and uh, straightforward manner. Wonderful. Excellent. So um, we know that you had the look, uh, uh, Magda. So I would like to ask you, um, please share your opinion with us. How do you think we can implement these uh, foundations um, in our current you know, society? And what do you think about them? Well, uh, as being said before, I do believe in all these eight foundations because I grew up with them. And uh, the most important is our self-respect, our human life. So you, you should respect others. You should respect yourself. You should respect also the freedom from each human being. You should care about what is around you because we are all a global family and without water from the oceans without uh, the environment uh, without caring about the safety of these uh, environments without caring about uh, what is around us uh, as a single family and sharing information with each other cooperate with each other uh, contribute um, among each other as a community as a society those are the the bullet points that i think that are most important because in the end, if you want to deliver something to, to others, you also should build up from yourself and should build up the, the right message you want to deliver, leading by example, leading also with your core values and putting also this education on the top priority by delivering these values through education. Um, also, by giving that, you are able to deliver justice, you are deliver, delivering uh, equality on the genders as well. So I think that, again, it's not rock science. I think everybody can do their part. And by helping also the best leaders in our, in our countries, in our democracies, choosing the right people to be speaking from yourself and to be also um, giving the freedom for for the world. I think uh, this is how the society should be conducted. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's what I found with the Aid Foundation was that we all think it, we all want it. And people spoke it, you know, when we interviewed people, they all spoke about same things. and. And it is silly not to actually use those things, you know, because we all want it, you know, it's, it's, exactly. it's common sense, really is, that's all it is. It's Thank doing you. stuff, it's just applying, applying the formula, right? <laughs> you have a formula, so let's apply that and not be waiting for others. Just do yeah. your, 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 own, your own step, right? Yes, we all should take responsibility for our neighbors, for our community, for our countries, and just unite, unite our world and all together and build this beautiful creative society together. As you write, said Magna, don't wait for anybody, come and do it. Do start with yourself. Thank you very much for what you just said about these eight foundations. We already mentioned... Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. We already mentioned that... Um, 
the informational stage is the first stage of building the creative society. So my next question will be, what do you, what do you think, Magna? What uh, the best way to inform people about the project creative society? So as you know, in past it will be people know about this, and past it will be implemented. I think the word-to-word or the mouth-to-mouth information sharing is one of the most powerful till nowadays. So if you are speaking about a good soap for your clothes to your friend, why not to speak about something that is really impactful and it's really important, right? So the mouth-to-mouth word, I think, is one of the most uh, predominant ways of sharing uh, our values and sharing what the community, especially um, your community, your movement is doing. And I think, uh, and this is going to be connected, I think, with your concept of the six connections and handshakes, because we pass the message, right? And it's so much reliable when you are listening for somebody or getting this information from someone that is familiar to you, that you have reliability, then looking on the media or looking on the news, you know, because most of media, again, they only share what is the bad happenings. And I think you should focus more on what is important to create this impact. And the media transformation that we are having, because now we have the ability to choose what we want to see. We have the ability to choose what is the right information that we want to get to us, to our insight, to our energy. And it's important to choose what is right instead of being bombarded on things that you didn't choose. If you turn the TV back in a time, you were bombarding with things that it was not bringing any added value to your life. And when you listen your community, when you listen your people, it brings better to your sides, to yourself, right? So the way that you guys are doing on this live broadcast streamings, they, it's a wonderful way. Thank you very much. And you're so right about uh, freedom of choice and people what they choose. So don't be silent. If you don't like something, just uh, you have to at least share your opinion. Otherwise, nobody will know about that. And it's same will be continuing, <laughs> same bad TV or something like that. So thank you very much for your answers, Magda. And now, as you know, we come to the point when we are going to ask you who you would like to nominate. The tough question, right? <laughs> this live broadcast and have a chat about creative society and why you're choosing this person. Well, I would like to suggest uh, two people now on live show. And uh, one of the people, one of this person I just met uh, this Saturday, it's Her Royal Highness uh, Princess Nisreen El Hamshid. And uh, I would like to, to recommend her as a great human value person, as a great human being. She's doing a wonderful things. And uh, also her father was uh, her lead on the values, on the principles, and uh, uh, all the science work that she's doing towards uh, 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 women's, towards um, open science, open education. And the other person I would like also to mention is Cristiano Ronaldo, myself being Portuguese, I'm very proud of him. <laughs> we are, especially when you are immigrant, right? I'm living on the Netherlands for the last 12 years. And uh, as an immigrant, when we see what Cristiano is doing for the children, every single smile that he can put out of a child is something amazing. You know, he's a great human being. I'm following his work and 
sometimes it's important to see the other side of the fame and what he's doing on the other side of football is so much more higher than what uh, that any score that he does you know so these are my two suggestions thank you you watch i I watched a a video a little while back when cristiano ronaldo uh, is dressed like a tramp in some shopping center, you know, in the street. And then suddenly he starts showing tricks with the football. Uh-huh. I know and that then, one. <laughs> and then, and then this, this young boy comes over and then he reveals himself. And it was, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, he's a great character. Let's get his phone number and we'll give him a call. <laughs> I think so. I think so. At least to thank him, at least just to say thank you about every smile that you bring to a child, because it's so much important. You should... You should, it's a simple gesture that you do to bring a smile to a child. That's it. Yeah, you know, the, we could do this right now. You could say, dear, well, I could say this for myself. Dear Cristiano, thank you very <laughs> much for everything that you're doing for children. And uh, despite of all the fame and the glory, you still find time to do nice things and put a smile on a child's face. It's brilliant. Uh, I also and, uh, thank him. Yeah, exactly, Edward. Thank you so much for this. <laughs> no problem. Listen, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. Uh, we had a wonderful interview. I am sure we'll do more together in the future. That's for certain, uh, because you have so much uh, that you can share with us and others. Um, and together, as, as it all should be, uh, we can do a lot more. Um, I would like to remind everybody again that uh, anybody that wants to take part in the Creative Society project, please go on our website, alatraunites.com. You can click on the red button, uh, join us. On there, you will see choice of languages above there. And then there's a short form that you can fill in. And little message, email us, register. And you can take part and be part of this great project that we're trying to uh, promote. And it is doing extremely well, I must say. Our guests are fantastic. And one day you could also be interviewing somebody. You know, it's, it's, it's good fun. It's, um, it's very enjoyable. Thank you, Magda. Thank you so much, Allah. Very grateful to be working together with you guys on this uh, little thing. It's a simple thing that we can do is just sharing our experience, our thoughts and our beliefs. And uh, anything that uh, you need from our collaboration, feel free. I would be more than grateful to join and to participate at any time. Thank you very much, Magda. It's such a pleasure to speak to you today. And uh, you're just so inspiring and you... I'm sure inspired many of yours as well. And uh, before we let you go, I'd like to ask you, what would you like to wish all people that are watching us right now and for all humanity, something from your heart? I want to wish to everybody to stay in peace or to research for your own peace because without peace, we can't do... Um, anything uh, that we want to create for this society. We need to be in peace with ourselves and with others for us to bring the love that we have inside of ourselves to others and also to ourselves. It's very important to be loved, respect, and to be in peace. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wonderful. Before we go, obviously, I would have to remind everybody, we're all volunteers here and uh, we take part because we feel there is a need and uh, we enjoy it. We enjoy it. And also, 
together, if, if there's more of us together, we can build this wonderful world of creative society where everyone is happy and lives uh, in abundance and uh, safe. Uh, I think together we can achieve this goal. It's not difficult. So thank you so much again. And till next time. Yes, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.